And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another edition of the We Are Mead podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. And uh, Davey, we're getting closer to the festive season of Christmas, of course, and uh, you'd think things would be quieting down, but um, it's a full schedule again on the We Are Mead podcast this week. I think it's getting busier by the week, not quieter. Um, so I don't think we're really going to have a layoff the way things are. Because obviously next weekend we can look forward to uh, some Leinster finals with with a couple of our clubs involved. The following weekend we're going to have another Leinster final. Um, last weekend obviously we had Leinster games, we had the regional game. There was a load of schools finals, there was underage finals, there was so much happening. So look, we're not complaining, Mickey, because it keeps us busy, keeps us talking, and uh, we're not putting in pointless filler like we did um, during the really bad COVID times, which uh, was a bit bizarre. But anyway. Oh, I wouldn't say it was pointless, filler. I think all the people enjoyed it. Do you remember it. the virtual championship? No. Odd. Ah, well, come here. The virtual championship was amazing. <laughs> we lost our minds. <laughs> yeah, well, look, thanks be to God, we're away from those virtual championships. And uh, we do have a whole host of things on today's podcast. We've got results from the under-20 football championship and the under-21 hurling championship plus fixtures. We have, obviously, Trimmer playing Tullamore in the Leinster uh, Intermediate Championship semi-final of the hurling grade um, on Saturday last. We've got the Leinster Junior and Intermediate football finals to look forward to in Wexford next Saturday. And then, of course, Colm O'Rourke and his uh, mid team got their first uh, uh, outing against the regional All-Stars end too pleasantly for Colm and the Mead team but uh, I don't think he's going to be worried about it at all and the Mead GA awards were announced and I think they're going to be uh, presented if I'm not mistaken next Sunday Davey is that right? Ardy yeah brilliant um, oh possibly I'm not sure actually or is it is it the sponsors night I, I actually don't know um, yeah. but they will be presented I'm sure at some stage <laughs> I hope so. I hope they just don't announce them and then just not give them the awards. But yeah, the GA awards were uh, announced, the Me GA awards during the week, and we'll run through them very quickly. Um, Dave, we have a whole host of Loyal Royals podcasts this week as well, because we've got the uh, Mead team against the regional All Stars. We've got a review of that game, and we've got interviews with Paul Kelly and Collie Hodon from the winning regional team. But we also have an interview with the legend, the Messiah. That is Sean Boylan. Davey caught up with him after the game. He was in Dungani and um, he was out on the field after 
the the uh, the final whistle. So uh, great for JV to catch up with the legend that is Sean Boylan. We also will have a review of Trim's victory over Tullamore in Park Colchin last Saturday, and uh, when they booked their place in the Leinster Intermediate uh, hurling final, the club final, and um, we have interviews with Jared Wan and Connor Quigley after that. And of course, we're going to be previewing um, Dunshotland against St Moog's Feathered of Wexford and of course Castletown against St Abbans of Adamstown in Wexford in their Leinster Junior and Intermediate uh, football finals taking place next Saturday. So there's a whole host of things happening. But we're going to start with the results from last week, Davy, and um, we're going to. I hope the listeners can just be patient with us here because there's a whole host of uh, results that are mixed through here. So we're going to go to the N2 Electrical Under 21B Hurling Championship. Uh, final that took place on Sunday last in Dungani and it was Navin O'Matneys who avenged their earlier defeat in the group stages to Dunmore Ashburn who got the victory on a victory uh, on a scoreline of 17 points to Dunmore Ashburn's 12 points so uh, all's good in the f- hurling front in Navin O'Matneys and uh, Colin O'Brien I think was out and maybe had a couple of Lucas aids after that final. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're turning into a bit of a hurling club now, Navin O'Matney's all of a sudden, Mickey, aren't they? Um, through no fault of Colin O'Brien's, let it be let it be known, but a uh, great win for them. Absolutely brilliant, and uh, I'm going to distance myself from that comment by Davey Rispin. I, I think everybody would have been expecting that one from me, Davey, but not from the Cortown man out the road. Well, listen, you have to weigh it up, and the bit of success that they've had this year, it's come with a stick in hand, so, you know, you, you, have, to, you have to say it as it is. Are you saying that you know Cortown and Navin O'Matneys could become bitter rivals in the football? Not to in the, not to do. They, they'd have to drop another couple of grades for for that to happen, Mickey. But also, you, you don't predict that uh, uh, Cortown are going to go up. The well, grades. I suppose if we go up <laughs> one and they come down one, then yeah, maybe. Consider <laughs> rather than later, but uh, anyway, we'll do things on. have happened. Exactly. Um, another final. It was the under twenty one A hurling championship final, and it was. Played in Dungani on Sunday on pitch two, and it was probably at the same time as the Navan O'Matley's game, and it was Rathmalayne who came away with the victory, 2-11 to Dunderys 2-8. So interestingly about that, Davy, if you look at the under-21A and the under-21B hurling uh, final, two teams that finished top of both of those grades. Dundery finished top of the table in the A, Dunamore Ashburn finished top in the B, but it was the team in second place who got the victories in the finals. So, um, a nice little interesting one there. Yeah, no, I don't think there was a whole pile between first and second in either of the groups, though, in fairness. No. Um, and Ratmaline avenging their semi-final defeat, I think, wasn't it, to Dunry in the Intermediate Ireland with, yeah. with a win um, against them, which will go down well over there in the village. But, uh, yeah, two, two evenly matched uh, finals as well, it has to be said. They definitely weren't one-sided, but uh, great wins for Navano Matneys and Ratmaline. Uh, moving on then to the Coolright Refrigeration Under 20D Football Championship semi-finals. The two of these played on Saturday. Uh, the first one was in Rakenny, and it was Rakenny who got the victory over Clamagale. Six goals and 16 points to Clamagale's one goal and two. A bit of a rout there for uh, Rakenny. And then in the other semi-final, similarly, uh, this game was played in Slane, but it was Jenkinstown Gales who came away with a huge victory. Eight goals and five to Slane's one goal and eight. So if the semi-finals are anything to go by, Davey, we're in for a high-scoring final between Rakenny and Jenkinstein. Ah, yeah, there, there should be goals anyway. Um, I think that's fair to say. Of which, right, 
Jenkins Sound got eight goals, the uh, joint management ticket of Alan Nestor and Sean Duggan. Um, it's an interesting management uh, duo, shall we say. Um, I think Sean Duggan is is about to depart as well in, in a week's time, so he might just be here for the final and then he's off to uh, to Oz, I believe, for a little bit of a stint. But Luke Jennings, Mickey, right, got six goals for Jenkins Town Gales. Six of the eight goals Luke Jennings got. Five of them were from play and he got a penalty as well. That is absolute. I've never heard that like that, ever. Davey, I, I'm one for the halftime show an awful lot of the time um, uh, and have been for a number of years because, uh, because I've got old and stuff like that and probably wasn't good enough to be starting or whatever. I don't think I ever scored six goals at the halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't That's... scored six goals probably ever. Like, it, like it, 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 not, all together, years, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is ridiculous. But, um, yeah, he, he, he needed most of them because Slane kept them fairly honest as well. But, um, yeah, brilliant win for, for both Rakeney and Jenkinstown. Obviously, it's a strong amalgamation with Jenkinstown. It's Black Hall and Manalvi. Uh, yeah. Two decent sides who have done a lot at underage, in fairness, over the last couple of years. Um, be a very interesting final, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we had uh, three other finals that were played, and we're going to go to the first of the finals that was played in Bective, and this was on Saturday. It was between St. Vincent's Coraha and Dunsany, Bective or Bective Dunsany, and it was St. Vincent's Coraha who came with the victory by seven points, 114 to Bective. Dunsany's one goal at seven. A nice victory there for St. Vincent's and Curraha, both clubs who had indifferent senior championship or adult uh, uh, championship campaigns this year. Um, so nice for them both to bounce back in this under 20C championship final. Yeah, really strong side as well. I, I don't know, did you catch Jim Moriarty's sideline? Uh, Mor- Morris Moriarty is what they're calling him it was absolutely <laughs> incredible score I'll send it to you on WhatsApp um, outside of the right boot from the wrong side sliced it over the bar an amazing score um, and I think that game if I'm not mistaken went to extra time didn't it I'm uh, not sure I didn't, I didn't yeah know I, I think happened. it did and, and Vincent Scurraha only pulled away then in extra time so it was a, it was a quality game but a uh, bit of bit of probably extra um, strength and depth maybe was the difference in that one Again, going back to the halftime shows that usually are put on, um, you know, that sideline cut is tried at every halftime show. Um, you know, that's you have got to give the people uh, value for money. You know, that's what they come to see, Davy, is the yeah. halftime show. But uh, incredible stuff there for St. Vincent's Coraha. And we'll move on now to the under 20A final that took place in Ashburn on Saturday. It was Delete Bellius Town 1 11, Kilbride 2 goals and 9. A one point victory for Delete Bellius Town, Davy. You know, two sides that we've talked up this year um, about being young squads at adult level um, with loads of potential and whatever. We did think that maybe Kilbride would have enough to go on and win that under 28 championship um, and that Delic Bellison were probably their biggest um, uh, opponent that they've come up against. And it turned out to be that way in the end. It did. I, I Yeah, I remember saying last week when we were talking about that this game will be absolute quality. There'll be nothing yeah. between them. Two quality, quality sides. So many of the young players that are playing for the respective battle teams are playing here. The likes of the Bowdens, um, Milan, uh, who else have we? Uh, there's there's a whole host of them. Uh, Keane Ryan and, and Kilbride. We know how much of an emphasis the likes of the Harfords, um, they, they put on the whole competition as well. And uh, 
sounded like a quality game and great win for Duleague Bellustown. Huge, huge victory for them and Kilbride um, not far away from more success at that grade, but they'll have to wait another year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, fabulous year for Duleague Bellustown getting to the intermediate final, getting to the under 28 final as well and lifting that trophy. It's a heartache for Kilbride, but they'll be back and uh, they have a bright future ahead of them. We just watched that sideline kick from Morris Moriarty, as you called him, uh, just a moment ago. You, you said it to me on um, on WhatsApp. Ah, he's between the 20 and the 45. I would have been more impressed if it was from the 45-yard line, but a great kick nonetheless from Mr. Moriarty. And then, Davy, finally, um, well, that is all the finals because, of course, the other final that we have up there was from the regional championship, and we know the result of that because, of course, uh, the regional uh, All-Stars uh, game was on the weekend. We'll come to that in a couple of moments' time because we're going to go to uh, Trim's Leinster Intermediate Championship semi-final that was played in Parthalchen on Saturday afternoon. It was Trim, one goal and 21. Tullamore, one goal and nine. Um, you know, in fairness to Trim, they're after beating the Kilkenny champions at intermediate level. They're after doing the same from Tullamore or from Offaly. Two hurling strongholds, uh, you know, and traditionally strong counties when it comes to hurling. Um, that's a that's a really good result for Trim. And you know, I was I was reading Fergal Lynch's piece on this, and you know, he just talks about how the belief is grown within this team, and they're starting to maybe realise their potential a little bit. Yeah, I actually said that in both of the interviews to the lads, uh, which we'll hear in the Loyal Royals, that it maybe wasn't so much of a belief thing uh, that, like I'm sure they always believed, but the the win over Danes for the confidence and motivation that that would have given them to go on and and kind of continue on and not sh- like basically prove all the doubters wrong that they're not a flash in the pan and it wasn't a once off and a fluke or whatever like that. It was thoroughly deserved and they've just gone and backed that up now. Um, with a huge victory over over Tullamore. The best thing you could pull from this one was, Mickey, that Trim didn't concede a solitary score from play. Yeah. Uh, the 1-9 all came from the hurl of the brilliant Shane Dooley and the Rawl from place balls, which is outstanding. Uh, that was without the likes of Bino Dowling and Mikey Cullen, who were unavailable. So that makes it all the more impressive, I think. Uh, they were outstanding. Listen, Tullamore aren't... I know what you're saying about Offaly and, and you know, quality uh, counties in terms of hurling. I think they're the eighth or ninth best team in, in you know, the grand yeah. scheme of things in Offaly. They were lucky to come through the group stages. Fair enough, they did go on to win it and stuff, but they were very limited. I expected a lot more from them, but take nothing away from Trim. They're outstanding um, and they'll be hot favourites to go on and claim a Leinster title now in, in a week and a half's time against Bray. Yeah, they'll face off against Bray Emmett's in that Leinster intermediate final and uh what a couple of weeks it could be for mead teams um you know we've been starved of club success at leinster level in mm. both codes for so long and we're on the cusp of something special um we're not going to jinx it hopefully um but we have three teams in leinster finals in the next two weeks which is just phenomenal um and uncharted territory for 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 mead clubs <laughs> Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. 
Auto Mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Um, Davy, um, speaking of which, of course we have the Leinster Junior uh, Championship final to look forward to and the intermediate final as well. Both games going to take place in Wexford uh, Park on the same day, which is absolutely brilliant. A double header. We're going to have Castleton and Dunchocklin travelling down to um, uh, Wexford on Saturday. Dunchocklin's game is at 12 and Castletown's game is at 2 o'clock. Dunchocklin will face off against St Moog's of Feathered. Castletown will face off against St Abbans of Abbottstown in Wexford. Home venue for both of the Wexford teams, obviously. Um, but we're going down there with high hopes for both of these uh, mead club teams. Yeah, it'll be an early start for the teams. It'll be an early start for me. It'll keep me on the straight and narrow on Friday night as well, Mickey. Um, but it's, which it's, is, it's, which is which has been hard to do in recent weeks. Yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a massive occasion though for for both clubs and and for Mead in general. Really, uh, it's a big occasion for Wexford also. Like for them to have two teams in a provincial final on home soil is obviously massive too. So uh, that that is a bit of a leveler. Um, I think. Every week we've spoken about these two clubs. We've been confident and we've been decisive in our assumptions that they would kind of go on and and progress. And I would I would be of the same opinion this week. I really would. Um, Castledown have done it the hard way in terms of this is their third consecutive uh, road trip basically in Leinster, and they've had you know two marathon journeys as it were to Ockram and to Netwatch Cullen Park in Carlow the last time. So uh, that'll be nothing new to them. They'll bring their usual contingent down. And for Dunchocklin, yeah, they've they've enjoyed home comforts. They've had two home games, and now they they have to kind of get on the road. And uh, it's an early start for them, which is probably something logistically that they'll try and have to pan out, but. From what we've seen uh, and the quality at which Castletown and Dunchocklin have been performing at, I think they can be confident by going down there. They'll treat their, their opponents with the utmost respect. But um, I think, as we said a few weeks ago, it's for us to be uh, decisive and to be really kind of cocky or confident in our assumptions that they will go on and hopefully claim Leinster titles. Yeah, absolutely. When you, when you look at both St. Moog's and uh, St. Dabbins of Abbottstown, they both came through grueling championship finals in Wexford, St. Abbans of Adamstown getting a three-point victory over Clockbaum. And then it was um, St. Moog's, uh, trying to remember, they got, oh yeah, they had a late goal to win their goal, uh, win their game against Horsewood GEA. And uh, it finished 3-9 to 3-7. So there's goals in, in both of these teams. They don't put up huge scores in fairness. They haven't put up like the score, the likes of the tallies that Castleton and Dunchocklin have put up, but they do have quality right throughout their teams. And and while we are going down there confidently, if Castleton or Dunchocklin are not at their game, mm. you know, it is a Leinster final. Both of these teams in St. Moog's and St. Abbans are there on merit. So they are a step up in quality from what they've played already in Leinster. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've seen that probably the last day with Castleton. They didn't have things all their own way in Carlo and, and they were made really grinded out, you know. Um, and I'd imagine that'll probably be a similar enough 
scenario, I think the best way forward is something like getting an early goal and really forcing forcing their hosts out to come out and have to have to play. But um look, we've seen Dunchocklin and Castletown win in more ways than one this year. So I don't think it's an issue if a team goes ultra defensive or tries to frustrate them or, or make it really into a battle. Uh, I think they could do it either way they're they're asked and uh yeah it's it, it's a great opportunity for both to progress and uh hopefully get more silverware on the on the coffers. Yeah absolutely well we wish Aidan Young and Richie Keeley and their teams the very best of luck when they travel down to Wexford on Saturday afternoon. If anybody is at a loose end and looking to do something on Saturday, uh, head down to Wexford, get in the car early, get down to Wexford and support these two Mead teams. There's going to be a huge contingent of Mead people going down and uh, what a way to celebrate Christmas if we could bring home two Leinster championships and uh, the following week if Trim could do the same, we'd have some party in Mead over the Christmas period so we would if we could do that. So um, best of luck to all the sides both this week and the following week. Davey, moving on now, and we're going to look at uh, Colm O'Rourke's first venture into county um, management and his first game with a select meet team against the regional All-Stars. The All-Stars team obviously picked from the All-Star cha- or the regional championship. And um, we are surprised with either of the... Um, Either of the panels that were picked, Davey, was there anybody that was left out of the regional championship team or was there anybody that we were looking at the Mead panel going, hmm, surprised that he's not there? Yeah, there was two with the regionals, but there was an explanation for both. This was Keith Curtis and Mickey Newman uh, were two of the best forwards on show in the regional championship. Um, Keith Curtis um, was away and Mickey Newman was both away. Uh, now, when I seen the regional team, I actually was thinking to myself, these they're probably going to play for me. That's the reason they're not in the regional team. But they did have genuine reasons. They were away, which is a shame because I thought it would have been a good opportunity for both of those to maybe stake a claim or perform like they have been doing. Um, for me, I suppose it... it like there's probably 40, 50 lads in there in, in, in such a capacity at the moment. So it's hard to know what to expect or what not to expect. But it was nice to see the O'Neills playing. Uh, the two Wolf Tones men, Adam and Dan, they both started and both uh, both the top performed quite well. Sean Coffey was impressive as well as uh, Sean Rafferty. You know, they were the newcomers. An interesting one actually was Connor Farley, right? He was named yes. as number 22 <laughs> for the regional team because he played extremely well, Waterstown man. But... Uh, the number 22, who I can't seem to remember for Mead, wasn't there. Can't remember who it was meant to be. So I assume Connor Farley got the jersey for Mead. Ended up coming on at half time, kicked two points, played extremely well, um, and and maybe gave himself uh, an outside chance of a bit of a call up. But it was a really good game, very open. Okay, that there was a bit of a relaxed nature to the game. But I'll I'll say one thing about Colin O'Rourke, and he said it to us, you know a couple of months ago when he was just appointed that he wanted to see more kick passing within the game. Well, I think if, if that game is anything to go by, that's something that's going to be a feature because, okay, maybe Mead were let do it and maybe with the breeze behind them in the first half, it was easier to do than it was in the second. But there was loads of kick passing, loads of long diagonals, uh, direct football. It was actually lovely to watch. It was refreshingly nice to see. And I understand that that's not going to be you're not going to be able to do that in every every game or maybe most games. But it was just nice to see that uh, type of game deployed by by Mead. And that that was conducive to an excellent game of football and a hugely high-scoring game too. 
Well, the result was, and you mentioned in the high-scoring game, Mead 3-18, the regional All-Stars, four goals and 17, a two-point victory for the regional All-Stars, 29 points to 27. Um, you know, nearly a score a minute um, over the course of the 70 minutes, which was absolutely great. We'll just run through the regional team and we'll run through the Mead squad as well. So the regional All-Stars team was Sean Brennan of Dundry. Um, he played with Darnley. Michael Flood of St. Bridget's. He played with Lock Crew. I'm sure everybody knows him now at this stage. Harry O'Higgins from Drumbarra. He played with Blackwater. James O'Hare from Rakenny. He played with Boyne Valley. Uh, Colin McConnell from Bective played with Boyne Valley. One of the standout players as well. Um, Owen Harkin was uh, obviously Dunsany. He played with Tara. Fergal O'Hare. Rat Kenny played with Boyne Valley. Sean Riley, who I was reading. Really that's uh, that's that's my Fenran Longwood for Fergal O'Hare. That's a type. Oh, there. sorry. Yes, yes, it's right. Yeah, my Fenran. Yeah, is right. And, uh, and Longwood, not O'Hare from Rat Kenny, is right. Uh, Sean Riley from Moila, um played with Lock Crew. He was a standout performer and even was in that game, I believe. Uh, Donald Kogan from Rat Kenny. Um, I think everybody knows him at this stage. He was with Boyne Valley. David O'Leary, Kilbride, was with Tara. Jason Scully of Oldcastle was Lock Crew. Barry O'Connell from Waterstown, Boyne Valley. Brendan McKeown, Beliver, my friend. Um, and he, he stood out five or six points in the evening. Um, Collie Hawdon from Oldcastle, Lock Crew. Again, another player that stood out. Donald Landy from St. Pat's. Um, he was with Bruno Bonia. Shane Crosby, Delique Bellustown was Bruno Bonia. Paul Kelly, Blackall Gales, Tara. Connor Farley, Waterstown, Boyne Valley. He ended up playing with Mead. Uh, James Mooney from Mead Hill on Tushgard. Mark Dowdle from Bechtel, Boyne Valley. Colm McSheehy, Mead Hill on Tushgard. Sam Victory from St Mary's, Bruno Bonia. Who did really well when he came on. Another player that we wax lyrical about throughout the year. And Kieran Ryan from Delique Bellustown, Bruno Bonia. Couple that, that's Keen, yeah, Keen, Keen, not Sorry, Keen, Keen, Ryan. Um, couple that I thought might have been, made it into it. Con Smith? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, maybe Dylan he was Garrigan. away again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't argue with either and, of those. And, and are, like, what ages are the two boys, Con Smith and Dylan Garrigan? Con, Con Smith is only 20, uh, yeah. if even, and Dylan Garrigan is about 23, 24, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if they were away, because they were... You know, they were two surprises that I didn't, yeah. like I would have thought would have been there. Now, obviously, the Mead panel um, didn't contain any uh, Rathod players um, who were obviously given a few weeks off by the looks of things. But the Mead senior uh, team, um, well, it says senior club select. So the team that Colin O'Rourke had picked for the day was Harry Hogan of Longwood, Robin Clark, Delique Bellison, Colin Hickey of Centreson, Shane McEntee, Dunboyne, of course, all four of them are, you know, household names at this stage around me. Adam O'Neill from Wolf Tones and Dan O'Neill from Wolf Tones, the two brothers in there um, at five and six. And Connor Quigley from Trim, another player that we've been talking about that would be well worth a shot in there uh, on the Mead team. Sean Rafferty from Nafina and Ross Ryan from Summerhill. They look to be the midfield partnership. I don't know if that's the way they lined out on the day, Davey. Um, you can come back to me now in a moment and tell me that. Sean Coffey from Nafina, Breen Conlon from Simonston and Dara Campion from Screen back into the fold as well. Don Lennon from Dubai and Aaron Lynch from Trim. Great to see Aaron Lynch in there getting a chance and James McEntee of Coraha. And then we had David McLaughlin from Inalvi, Connor Moriarty from Coraha, Dermot Moriarty from Coraha, Jordan Morris from Kingscourt Nobber, Thomas O'Reilly from Wolf Tones, and Killian O'Sullivan from Inalvi. Who, apart from the Rathout lads, Davy, um, 
Who do you reckon is missing off that panel at the minute? Oh, <laughs> well, or who, there's probably who are you surprised to see, or who are you happy to see making it in to get their chance to play? Obviously, Aaron Lynch has to be one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got a message. Was it from Rob Hurfield or someone? And he says you're endless campaigning and um, <laughs> canvassing for Aaron Lynch to get a run with me. It has finally come true. You must be delighted. Uh, it was a real sort of proud dad moment for me. But uh, he did he did well. He got a goal and a point. Um, still plenty more in him, I think. But nice to see him playing. Uh, good to see Leno back. Campo back as well. Yeah. Uh, interesting to see those included. Um, I, I Dan O'Neill and Adam O'Neill, yeah. The O'Neills, yeah, who performed yeah. well. Dan O'Neill, physically, like he's, he's after bulking himself up something serious he was a big guy anyway but um notably Connor Quigley it's gas because I think he was in there but he's only literally done one training with me purely because of what's happening with trim so uh that's that Sean Coffey and Sean Rafferty very happy to see both of those in from Balnebracchi and Nafina respectively yeah. uh Connor Moriarty did well got a goal and a point Jim Moriarty was obviously playing under 21 final the day before so he was involved um and I David McLaughlin actually got a goal and a point uh very good club footballer as we've talked about before Breen Connor was obviously back in as well um and and Morris I have to say Morris and Thomas O'Reilly look particularly sharp throughout the game as well I was uh, just going to, in the first half and Morris in the second yeah I was just going to ask you how did Jordy uh, play now I was listening to your commentary and um, you know different players were standing out at different times but mm. Jordan Morris lit up the Cavan Championship this year was unbelievable um, in the Cavan Senior Championship with Kingscourt um, you know he's not the first player to go to Cavan and do that but <laughs> <laughs> I suppose no, Oshie Kiernan yeah is, is yeah Oshie Kiernan has been doing that he's two, yeah. yeah. he two senior championships with uh, Castle Rahan in 2018 and 2019 um, uh, I, I came from a junior club but uh, obviously Jordy Morris came from an intermediate club and went up to Kingscourt um, did he stand out because you know all the talk in Cavan was about how good of a player Jordy Morris is yeah, no, he, he listen, we, we sort of know what he what he has. Um it, probably up to now, Mickey, consistency has been Jordy's biggest problem, even within games. Um, but there was glimpses of, of just sensational stuff. So, like we, we know how athletic he is. Um, but the leap, the height he could generate off his leaps off the ground, he took a fantastic mark at one stage, got a point from it, and it was just a terrific bit of individual play. He finished with five points, I think he got he got a free, he got a mark, and he got three from play. Um, it was a good performance. It was a really good performance. He he had that bit of dynamism in his game as well. I was impressed with what I've seen. Um, and uh, listen, Jordy's still a bit raw. I, I wouldn't be inclined to take that away from him because I think that's that's, that's what makes him what he is, you know, that yeah. little bit of unpredictability. Um, now, I'm sure Colin would like to harness it in the right way, and I'm sure he will try and mould him into whatever he wants to be. But... Uh, I was impressed, yeah. I thought he I thought he looked very sharp. I think Colin might develop a style of play that kind of uh helps the way that Jordy plays. Um, you know, and with this kicking game, if you can get the ball into Jordy Morris early and he's a one on one, he'll turn his man inside out and uh, uh you know, he'll either stick it in the net or stick it over the bar, he's just quality. But look, we will be doing a full review of that match and we'll do a blow by blow account of it. And uh, we do have the interviews obviously with Paul Kelly and Collie Hawdon from the victorious regional championship uh, All-Stars team 
and that brilliant interview that Davey got with Sean Boylan as well, the legends. Don't miss out on that one. Head on over to Patreon forward slash We Are Mead and sign up there. It's the price of a pint every month and you get, what, oh, three, six, nine, twelve extra podcasts a, uh, a month and it's absolutely incredible. So do go over there and sign up for that one. And of course, we have all the other ones that are coming out this week. Trim versus Tullamore, the review, and we have the previews of Dunshockland, St. Moe's, Castletown, St. Abbans. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 951910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. David, the Meath County Board have announced the Meath GA Award winners for uh, 2022. And uh, we'll start at the bottom and we'll work our way up to the uh, Hall of Fame uh, award, which, well, actually, we won't be announcing that because that will be announced at the ceremony. Um, but the most improved referee of the year is Ollie Regan from Kiltail. The referee of the year award went to Derek Ryan from Nafina. In fairness, there was a whole host of referees in for that because I have to say one thing about Mead refereeing, the standard of Mead refereeing, has gone way up in recent years, which is absolutely brilliant to see as well. Uh, the Public Relations Club Award goes to Navin Um I'm not sure who it was that was looking after that. I don't think it was Colin O'Brien anyway, but uh, um, he'll, he'll, I guarantee you it's somebody else doing the work for him, but he'll take the award anyway. Uh, Grounds of the Year goes to Ballinlock. The Club of the Year goes to Castletown. Young Hurler of the Year went to George Douglas from Trim. Hurler of the Year went to Charlie Ennis from Trim. Young Footballer of the Year went to Rory Kinsella from Dunshockland. And the Footballer of the Year award went to Conor McGill from Rathout. Davy, um, you know, Hard to argue with any of them at all. There was probably a few players in from Rathout that could have easily got that, but Conor McGill is definitely a deserving um, winner of that accolade. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think you could really argue with any of them, as you say. Like, Charlie Ennis is another great one uh, from Trim. Like, the contributions he had throughout the course of yeah. the year. McGill as well. It's actually nice to see defenders or defence-minded players reward as well. I think it's always an easy option to kind of pick a forward in those sorts of scenarios, albeit Kinsley gets the young footballer of the year, but he was just superb. Um, Castletown, again, club of the year, you, you know, I suppose league and championships double during the Leinster final. They probably just edged it over Dunshockland, um, who were obviously beaten in the league final at the hands of Trim, and that was probably to their own doing. Ball and knock, their grounds is top notch. I've had a couple of games in it this year. It's just a sensational surface uh, and surrounds as well. Colin O'Brien, um, listen, I know we, we rip the piss out of Colin every week on this, uh, Mickey, but he does an incredible job for Navin O'Matney's. He really does. Like it's, I'm Piero and Corta, and we just have basically an adults team. I, I don't know how the likes of Colin and Alan Tormey and 
PROs like that do, you know, men's, ladies, Susan underage, Farrell. Susan Farrell. Like it's it's just relentless. Like it's I'm not gonna start like if we start naming them, there is you mentioned about the referees, PROs actually as well. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, spoiled in this county. The standard is outrageous. But nice to see Colin get it. I was delighted for him. Derek Ryan, I mean, he's a superb referee and he's um he refereed the regional final, didn't he, only last week as well. And he's done a few other huge games in recent years too. And uh, Ollie Regan from Kiltail, most improved referee. That's generally an accolade that comes your way uh, when you're destined for kind of big things to come in the next couple of years. We've seen that in recent years. So uh, probably bodes well for Ollie if he continues to go in the way in which he's going. I know you were saying that we rip the piss out of Colin every week on the on, on the podcast here. But it's it's people like us that keep Colin O'Brien on his toes. And make sure yeah, that his, yeah. his PRO uh, uh, job is done properly. Like so, I think I feel that we should be sharing uh, that award with Colin O'Brien. But um, we'll have to have a chat with him and maybe go for a point with him and bring bring the award out. If it's a plaque, if it's a trophy, whatever it is, we bring it out and we'll all celebrate it together. But I know Colin is a great lad and fully deserving. The amount of work that he puts in is incredible. And as you said, there's a whole host of uh, PROs who are doing a very similar job and are incredible at what they do. So well done to everybody involved. So and, and to everybody who won the awards. Of course, the Hall of Fame award will be announced at the award ceremony. And we're not sure if that's going to be at the do next Friday or the do on Sunday at the um, Mead uh, race day. So we'll figure that out. Uh, at some stage we'll come back to you anyways uh it's time to move on davy and we'll go to our lotto segment i'm sure that they've uh, all been in contact with you all the pros um or maybe after colin o'brien won his award they all down tools and uh and says we're not they're on strike anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. only next week we'll be able to tell you that because the award's only released obviously today but uh the chocolate and royal gales through to form uh the results from tonight monday hot off the press 9 11 23 and 27 no jackpot winner two match three winners collecting 100 euro each were alan o'dwyer and matty cottrell the next draw takes place on monday the 5th of december at half eight live on facebook 2600 up for grabs with 200 to be added each week at club force my own quarter gfc we continue to move forward with 11,800 last friday night not one 10 25 27 and 29 the numbers 520 euro winners were mickey coslo and jeanette collier karen russell hogan's farm shop stevie collier and ben smith the latest trolley dash finalist was Glenn Lochran. And we go again on Friday night with 11,900 euro at forward slash lotto. Minolti are next up on their results from the 27th, which was Sunday night, 6,200 euro. The numbers were 2, 4, 10, and 25. There were no jackpot winner, but they had seven match three winners collected 30 euro each, who were Kathleen Smith, Miriam McKenna, Pora Carlin, Deirdre Carlin, Pat Smith, Cleona Martin, and John Farrell. The special online prize of fifty euro goes to David Daly. And next week's draw takes place on Sunday the fourth with six thousand four hundred euro up for grabs there. And Navino Matneys are in next, and their results from the twenty second of November, which was last Tuesday night. No jackpot winner. Match three winner was Breda Walpole. Uh, the numbers were 216, 28 and 29 6,500 euro next week on tomorrow night sorry the 29th of November Castletown next in and their results from last week the 22nd 1,100 euro of jackpot not one six eight sixteen and 26 the lucky dip winners collecting 30 euro inch were Colm Smith Jennifer Oakes Lauren Mackin Pat Guinity and Michael Shepard and I think finally is Manalvi GFC 
from last Monday night. It was 12, 16, 27, and 28. There was no jackpot winner. They had three 20-euro winners who were Tom and Anne-Marie Dunn, Darren Brennan, and Siobhan Douglas. The next draw takes place tonight uh, with 1,600 up for grabs at ie or on the Club Force app. Excellent, Davey. And uh, Declan Kinsler from Centralstown, he's been in contact. The lotto took place on Monday the 27th this week and the lotto numbers drawn were 9, 15, 19 and 20. There was no jackpot winner. There was five 25-year-old winners. James O'Donoghue, Frankie McGarn, uh, Anne Heary, Anya Clark and James Gillick. The 50-year-old voucher uh, went to Declan Collins and next week's jackpot is 1400 euro simon's draw that took place last friday the 25th of november was not won the jackpot was 1750 euro the lucky dip winners were elaine o'hare alan smith and colette foran and the numbers drawn were 1 12 13 and 23 next friday the 20th or sorry next friday the 2nd of december the lotto jackpot will be 1800 euro and you can do it online or through the club's app app and uh, the same with the central seven one you can do it in smart lotto or you can go to any of their social media pages and you'll pick up the link there david time to move on now and see what the public what our public have been saying on instagram interactive yeah uh deck f done is first in and he reckons that colin o'rourke needs to step away from the sunday independent oh um why <laughs> did he give a reason no, I, I, I did see a bit of this on uh, one of the forums, all right, and it, I, I don't know, was it that they didn't want him revealing their secrets or they didn't want him, the mead manager talking whatever uh, on his on his article? Um, I suppose that's his prerogative. Like, he's quite entitled to do that and manage mead at the same time. I suppose he's made enough commitments and obviously retiring early, finishing up with the Hogan or the, the, the Sunday game. So whether or not he, he maybe knocks that on the head in the new year, I suppose we'll see. But it's more of a general piece. Um, I wouldn't imagine he'll go into too many yeah, secrets I wouldn't with what so. he's doing. But, I suppose, but yeah, I, suppose, yeah, I suppose what Deck and uh, F. Dunham and the lads are probably thinking is that you don't want to be given uh, uh, teams an angle, you know, to use against you or something like that. And, uh, uh, you know, I think Colin will be shrewd enough not to give anybody any ammunition uh, against the lead team this year. But it'll be interesting to see it. I don't think he needs to give up that as well, but, you know, we'll see. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. The under-21 or the under-20B Championship held up for a month because of Drumbarra. Disgraceful. And that comes from Matt Carlin. Uh, this was in relation to 
we've spotted it a few weeks ago. Do you remember there was that grade which was basically stopped after yeah. I think round one or two? Um, don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know the competition has been shelved uh, basically until the new year. I I think okay. um, until that's sorted out, it was an off the field thing. I don't think it involved any of the players or management on on the Dramara side, but it looks like they've been punished. Uh, yeah. As a result, so and I, I've seen the same happening um, at under fifteen level. The under fifteen championship division one championship has been pulled until next year, and again for the same for off the field antics, um, nothing happening on the field with the players and whatever. And I don't think it's fair for players to be punished. Um, I think that the people involved in these situations should be punished and maybe banned from going to GEA for a while or something, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. But I don't think it's fair to, to punish the lads, the young fellas, these young footballers at under 15 and under 20 level who haven't had any football for mm. three years because of the pandemic are now uh, being punished for what people are doing off the field on the sideline. I don't think it's fair anyway. Uh, Shawnee Fitz says Beanie Faulkner back missing sitters. Oh, normal no. service resumed. So, normal service resumed. Uh, are they going for the Challenge Cup now? Is it? Yeah, uh, they're they're going yeah. for everything. They should yeah. actually go for the World Cup. They probably win it. <laughs> yeah, um, mm. they're flying. Ah, mm. don't be giving them big heads. They're you know, they're, they're big enough heads now. I know a lot of the trim lads. Is dead. Yeah, 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 be, yeah. They wouldn't be short of confidence in that respect. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're not playing League of Ireland. Like, uh, <laughs> ooh, a bit bitter. Are we? <laughs> uh, Louis Coleraine uh, said Colin Hardens, the best GA player in the world. Probably hard to argue with it uh, based on what I've seen on Sunday. Um, yeah, I tell you, they're going in the right direction. I, I've watched a few of the games in the World Cup, and none of them, absolutely none of them, would put it up to Colin Harden on the GA field. Mm. Um, Catherine Cook says another young Blake leading Balnacree to a victory over Cartoon. Uh, that's a oh. little bit below the belt. Um, yeah, Balnacree defeated Cartoon girls in the schools final on Sunday by a point. Um, and I assume a young Blake uh, played well, but I wasn't at it, so I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Well, that's look, come here. Isn't it great to see um, the, the bloodline? in Balnacree and St. Bridget's, uh, you know, the, it's, the, it, the name is going to be synonymous with, with St. Bridget's forever, the, uh, the Blake uh, second name, obviously. And, uh, yeah, we don't like things about, uh, about kids' football, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, any, any chance to get to stick the boot in, Mickey? The um... <laughs> ah, come on, don't be so... They're toddlers, for God's sake. Like. Um... <laughs> Kieran Lyons. I'll tell you uh, one thing, yeah. Davey. They'll know all about it next year when they're playing under fourteen. That's it. <laughs> um, that's a that's a good phrase from Killing Scully, isn't it? Yeah. Not from Killing Scully, from the Unbelievables. Yeah. Used in Killing Scully, though, I think wasn't it? Oh, it was used Dan. in Killing Scully as well. Yeah, yeah. by the oh, great uh, Dan the Man Clancy. Yeah. Uh, Kieran Lyons said, "Sean Brennan, lucky not to see red on Sunday." Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think yellow was be, about right. Yeah, this is uh, this was this, bizarre. Because, is this the one that you laughed on air? Yeah, because like, Mickey, he was literally, it was a kick out from, I think, Harry Hogan down the other end. And, you know, you're following the ball from the kick out. 
And all of a sudden, Sean Brennan is like 60, 70 yards from his goal line. Soaring through the air. Scuttling the fella now. <laughs> in the middle of the... But it's gas because Harry Hogan got a yellow card a couple of minutes earlier for something very similar. This was the type of game it was, you know. Uh, positions or anything didn't really count for much. But I think genuinely yellow was probably about right in both scenarios. I think Kieran's having a bit of a laugh at it, but... Um, I've seen I've seen reds given, but I think in in the spirit of things, I think yellow was about right. Ah, okay, okay. Um, Cormac Brown wants to know: Will it be under twenty one football like hurling next year? Um, yeah, there's there's talk of them changing minor and under twenty. Um, look, it all it's all going to depend on Congress, so it is, and what happens there. But I know that they were canvassing for it last year to change it. Um. But I'd love it to see it going back to the old way, under eighteen and under twenty-one. Yeah, same. So yeah. it would, and and it would suit uh, guys doing the leaving cert much better as well, because there's an awful uh, crossover between leaving certs and under and minor at the moment. And then under twenty level, they're talking about getting rid of under twenty, getting rid of. Mm. Under seventeen and just doing an under nineteen competition. I, I think, think if it did, crazy. if it did go under eighteen though, lads would be able to play adult football and minor at, in, at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Um, so we'll see. We don't know really on that. Uh, Jack Wall says Alvaro Morata producing the goods. How does he do it? Well, Davey, he's he's no Olivier Giroud, is he? He's not. No, he's not. Uh, Giroud. Poised to take the the top goal scorer record it, off Thierry Henry. Yeah, and, and he's no Ronaldo as well. Um, Ronaldo was done out of a goal against um, Uruguay, and I have I have a, a screenshot of it where his fringe actually touched the ball. So it did um, as it went into. The do, do you did still it? love Ronaldo, Mickey? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He's the goal. I, lo- I love the way he's after like tearing the United fan base into over it. It's it's gas. I, um, I thought I thought that everything he said, bar when he was a little bit personal about players and stuff, I thought what he said about Manchester United Football Club was quite honest and true. Um, you know, and uh, anyway, that's that's a sideshow anyway. Yeah. Um a couple of comments on the new jersey. Brian Flynn says, I'm loving that jersey. Is it a one off or Ben Thornton also said the new me jersey, uh, is it the new one? I don't think it is. I think it's just a trend top. I don't know. Did you get to see it? Um No, didn't get to see that, Davy. Yeah, it's it, it was nice. Uh, the, so the me senior footballers were obviously wearing it, a new sponsor and everything, but I believe it's just a trend and top. Um so the new jersey is yet to be unveiled. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, well obviously yeah, it hasn't been unveiled yet, but it'll be uh Interesting to see it when it does get unveil- unveiled. Um, Sean Courtney sort of jumped the gun a little bit here because this was sent in last night and he said, to league Bellewstown, club of the year, five championship finals and four wins. Um, that's in reference to their under-15, I think, that they picked up over the weekend as well. But unfortunately, we know now that's Castletown, not to league Bellewstown. Absolutely. And, and I suppose Castletown, um, you know, first championship in 48 years, wasn't it? And gone now to a Leinster final as well. Um, and Kilary Emmett's um, winning the minor last year, wasn't it? And then two mm. players on the All-Ireland winning minor team this year as well, or last year or whatever. So, yeah. you know, it, look, it could have went to a number of clubs. There's no doubt about it. And Dilik Belliston definitely would have been in the shake-up. Navin O'Matney said, when uh, he... 
are updating the intro to include the last two All-Ireland finals. That is something we do need to get round to. Yeah, it is indeed. And um, it's something that we will get done in the not-too-distant future. We'll try and get it done before the new year starts anyway. So, um, yeah, that's thanks for pointing that out, Colin. You're always one to... Uh, See, I'm, I'm not sure. It came things. in from Navin Matney's, but that could have been one of his cronies. Sentiments. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. I, I'd say he's given out the, the password for, for that account to an awful lot of people, and it makes it look... He says to them, look, will you add in stuff when you're around? Yeah, yeah. And it makes it look like he's doing a whole pile of jobs. Like, Yeah. Uh, Robert Perfield said, should have been uh, more made of the All-Stars game. Felt like it was treated as an inconvenience. I I have to say I was disappointed as well. I thought it was going to be in Park Talchin. I thought that there should have been a lead up to it, maybe three weeks or something like that. Um, and... It should have been blasted out over social media. Colin Rourke's first game. Do it in conjunction with a charity or something before Christmas. Local St. Vincent de Paul, local So Sad, local whatever it was. And, you know, had this big event in Park Tolchin. Um, but as he said, they, they brought it to Dungani and played it early in the morning. And look, I suppose there's obviously reasons why it didn't. they didn't make a big thing about it. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, Joe McQueen, he said, good to see Adam O'Neill on the mead panel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the two O'Neills um, uh, making it into the mead panel. And hopefully they, they'll be there, you know, for, for the long haul because they definitely have uh, something to offer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think they will. Um, Alan McCormick said, Nick Fitzgerald confirmed as the new Kildalki manager, Yeah, which I heard only on Sunday from somebody else. Uh, so, yeah, that's a great appointment. Really, really star-studded backroom team as well with them. Um, they'll be bang there, I would say, next year, challenging trim. Yeah. Um, if ever that screams, we want our title back, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's there's nothing more than, than, than that. I think that's an incredible appointment. And, um, again... It's part of the whole managerial merry-go-round that's happening across Mead at the minute between football and hurling, and we will be revisiting in that in the next couple of weeks' time. Or days, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Gavin Coyle said, Jim Moriarty, the GOAT, obviously in reference to that outside of the right sideline kick. Yeah, well, we've got uh, a heap of goats in Mead. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We, we'll have to start making goat's milk, so we will, if that's the case. <laughs> Joey Mooney said, Kilmacud Croaks playing two finals in one day. Yeah, I think the ladies are in the final as well, aren't they? And the lads yeah. obviously playing the downs this Sunday. So, oh, so um, Sorry, the ladies are not in the final. They lost. They were beaten. Yeah, they were beaten by Dunamoyne ladies on the weekend. So, um, uh, Oh, sorry, it's the hurlers, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's the hurlers. Yeah, but it's, the is it the same day? I doubt it. It looks like it is, yeah. Okay. Um, weird. Okay, that's it. Not something that we have to worry about anyway. No, no. I was a bit, yeah, it was a bit left of field anyway from uh, <laughs> yeah. from Joey, but anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, um, uh, lots to get through in that one. As we said, we've got lots more to come this week, so do stay tuned to our Loyal Royals podcast over on Patreon forward slash We Are Mead. You'll get that interview with Sean Boylan, Paul Kelly and Collie Hawdon from the regional All-Stars match against Mead. Um, Trim versus Tullamore, we're going to do a review of that from the intermediate 
Leinster Hurling Championship semi-final Gerdwan and Conor Quigley and then we're going to preview the Jockland St. Moog's Castletown St. Abbans we've got a whole heap of stuff to get done so we're going to head off stay tuned to our podcast for the rest of the week you've been listening to Davy and Mickey from We Are Me remember We Are Me why it matters more